Review cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. It's that time of year again. Icker Fall. And we're doing Victoria. Wait, <laughs> that sounded really bad. Uh, we <laughs> were not. I didn't sign up for this. We're covering? We're discussing. Victoria. There you go. That's, that's there we go. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're doing Ickerfall again because there are still some Ickerfall stories to cover, and uh, the ones we're going to be covering for this month of September uh, are going to be the uh, the submitted ones from or the submitted stories by fans of Ickerfalls to the Ickerfall community website. So, um, I guess we will dive into this one um so victoria is by uh chase henderson uh it was posted august 10th 2009 uh, and is on the icker falls website or ickerfalls.com so you can check it out there if you'd like before you we before you listen to us or you can just listen to our rundown and go from there was his name chase henderson yeah chase henderson it's almost larry henderson i like, know the character that i made just out of the top of my head just to name a person or or harry henderson <laughs> From oh, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> name. Uh, so, uh, onto the rundown. Uh, there's this popular urban legend among the students of the mortuary school about a student getting drunk, getting locked in a morgue, and being autopsied alive by mistake. Anyway, our protagonist, Victoria, is looking at a body at her county morgue job and noting that it's been used several times while also daydreaming a little creepiness regarding the corpse. Um, the on-site pathologist snaps her out of it and has her set up the iPod music to begin the autopsy. Uh, however, as he cuts open the body, blood begins splattering and spilling out of the corpse. Uh, the pathologist moves back as the body begins screaming. Uh, Victoria, almost in a daze, walks over and picks up the shears and continues cutting open the body, uh, she finishes the job, gore and all, as the body finally falls silent. Uh, the pathologist tries to calm her down, but gets knocked back as well. Uh, Victoria then begins clawing at her protective gear, unable to breathe before falling over the body on the table. Uh, and that's where we end. So, yeah, that's that's the rundown. You understood more of it than I did. I I had to look at the story a couple of times because there was some very glaring issues I have with it, but I will yeah. get to that with my my rundown or my actual thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I guess we will move on to someone's favorite segment. I'm sure. I hope. Maybe. Uh, the grammar inquisition, because <laughs> everyone tolerates it now. <laughs> at this point, yeah. Y'all thought I was going to do a our regular thing. No, no, no. We're done. <laughs> hey, that's our new version two intro for the Kramer Inquisition. Yes. <laughs> we're moving on to season two, finally, of, of El Dede Remortis, where we have like new uh, 
new segment uh, zingers and such. Totally. <laughs> God. Or not. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so anyway, the favorite urban legend of the mortuary school was the drunken student in the morgue. So this might just be a really nitpicky thing, but I think I would have said a favorite urban legend uh, of the mortuary school was, or the mortuary school was uh, the drunken student in the morgue. Like it just feels like, I don't know, like the favorite versus a favorite. Yeah. It's like, if it's a favorite, there's multiple that everyone likes, but it's, because it's the favorite, they're saying that this is everyone's favorite myth. Yeah, this is why I put it into like nitpick. It's just like I, I felt this might be better, but eh, I, I again take it or leave it. <laughs> You're not allowed in the nitpick nook right now. Okay, <laughs> at least for this one. I'm like <laughs> clawing at the like no no no. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Um, sure, it's odd he has no tags. But what the hell, it's not like we have an overabundance of cadavers. So the first thing is, I feel like there should be a comma after what the hell to kind of help differentiate that a little bit, because mm-hmm. it just kind of goes right into the next thing. Uh, also, overabundance is uh, a, a compound word. And I didn't realize that until I like you, uh, like had this copy-pasted onto Google uh, Docs. But apparently, overabundance is a compound word. Um, and on to my next one. Victoria felt the ridges of the staples in the in the cadaver. Uh, sorry, in the in the cadavers, though the fingers of her latex gloves. Oh, through through the fingers. God damn it, through the fingers of her latex gloves. Um. So yeah, just remove that one of those in those, because unless unless you want to do like in the dot 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 in the cadaver like she's stuttering for some reason but like otherwise no get rid of it but it's also not there's no dialogue here yeah exactly so yeah it's it's yeah um the next one here um another hand wrapped in latex wrenched her hand away from the body believe you want wrenched her hand from the away from the body no, it vomited on her hand. <laughs> Vom- <laughs> yeah, the, the latex hand just vomited onto her body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Makes sense to me. Yeah, clearly. Um, the next one here. There was an audible pop like a circuit at been broken. I believe you want to replace at with had? Mm-hmm. Uh, or was. Was broken. Oh, just like... Uh, the circuit uh, as it wait, popped like a circuit was broken. That I don't know. That I don't think that makes that much more sense. There I was think, an audible pop like a circuit was broken. I guess, but I think that bad <laughs> to me when I when I read that like when I read it that way, it, it it doesn't sound right to me. I don't know. They say the same thing. It's it, past it does. And it happened. I don't know. Like yeah, either or. <laughs> In this case, I think like. Had been broken, was broken. Mm-hmm. One just uses one few, uh, one one less word. Yeah, I got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> you cut down my word count. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, moving on to the next one. Um, the everyday implements that could dismantle a human in minute. Uh, I believe you just want to add an s at the end of minute, so it's in minutes, not in minute. <laughs> 
or in a in minute, a maybe. Minute. Yeah. Um. So man, that is, fast, that, uh, that is some fast. That is some fast disassembling or dismantling yeah. of a human. <laughs> that, yeah, that's where you go to mortuary school, so you can like learn to like uh, disassemble a human being in, in less than a minute. Sixty seconds. Like, All right, guys, you have sixty seconds and go. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It's like that's the uh, the mortuary school triathlon. <laughs> like yeah, one, of the, one of the things you have to do is like you have to run uh, run over <laughs> after you've shot the man <laughs> or shot the bot the person <laughs> and killed them. You then have to use shears to to, dis- uh, to disassemble them in less than sixty seconds. So you shoot them, then you bring them over to like the table and you like drain out all their fluids and the shit that they do, and then they you have to drag them to the next table and disassemble their body parts. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, it has to be three parts, right? Yeah, and the, the, and, and the person at the body, uh, the person who gets like killed in the triathlon, is are the people who are failing in in class. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, mortuary school is brutal. Mm-hmm. All right, here's here's one that's uh, that tickled me a little bit when I read it. Um, uh, get her away from the cadaver when he first plunged the tip of the snipers right above the groin. Your snippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be snippers. It's just missing a P. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought you said it wrong. No, I, I, I read it as the as the story was as it was in the story. Oh, they are snipers. <laughs> snipers right above the groin. <laughs> he just has a sniper rifle and he's just like poking it right above the groin. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh and then on to the next one. Um, they would bite along the line of stitches, swiftly chomping through sinew and the rib cage. And to this, I feel like there should be a comma between stitches and swiftly. Like they would bite along the line of stitches, comma, swiftly chomping through sinew and the rib cage. Yep. Just to kind of help build, create just a slight pause, just so you can catch your breath as you're going through the sentence. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there's this sentence, the, my, my last one. Um, she could have sworn she saw the slight heave of the cadaver's chest. I think you need of between heave and the. So it would be, she could have sworn she saw the slight heave of the cadaver's chest. Just a, because, like, yeah, get like, oh, no, it's breathing. Oh, God. Um, yes. But yeah. That's that's my grammar inquisitions. Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. Um, well you got a bunch of them that I had. Uh but I have some front oars. My god. Uh all right. <clears throat> it should really uh, be what? oaring from the middle. Because if you're just oaring from the front, like it puts yeah, the boat at a weird balance. Fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you go from the back, it's not that very good either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, on to uh, without a paddle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're just making up segments this time, Raph. <laughs> re- re- we're rebranding whole segments this time. This is the first ever front or segment. So, yeah. Uh, so, on to without a paddle, an or story. Take it away, Mikey. Uh, or during, or the rigid stone of rigor mortis. 
Finn. Oh. <laughs> wow. There's going to be at least three. Yeah. That's hardly a story, Mikey. Well, I have an it story to follow up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's an it story? Yeah, it's just an it story. And now, an it story with Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. T- take it away. It lacked the smooth elasticity of her own. It was something that only happened to grandparents and pets. It changed from hobby to career when a Pinkerton ran a charger through a coal picket line. It was just the smell. It's alive. It's alive. Finn. Wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Just uh, add in some snaps here. There you go. Yeah. So the whole thing was just about a smell and the smell being alive, apparently. It's like a sentient smell. Sentient I mean, smell. That would definitely qualify as a creepypasta horror. <laughs> Yeah, somebody trying to make a a smell alive and like try to eat somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all I have for grammar. Alrighty then. So on to uh, the grammar in highlighted yellow. <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, the first one is just a bunch of tiny sentences that could be connected together. Okay. Uh, I think it happened twice, three times actually. So I'll just list them off. He and some friends go rabble-rousing in town. Period. They get back to the campus completely sloshed. Period. I feel like it should just be, he and some friends go rabble-rousing in the town, comma, and get back to the campus completely sloshed. Yeah. It's about the same thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he nodded towards the other side of the room. Period. Maybe it was a charitable act. Period. Get her away from the cadaver when... He first plunged the tip of the snipers, ha ha ha, period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that could be combined into, he nodded towards the other side of the room, period. I didn't bother changing that. But, uh, but the other two combined to, maybe it was a charitable act, comma, to get her away from the cadaver, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it is kind of weird that, like, it, it's, it, it's weird that it starts with get her away from the cadaver. Yeah. Like, get her, like, it's like, yeah, it, I don't know. Like, even when I read that for our for the grammar inquisition, it was like, that's such a weird like start of a sentence because <laughs> it like the only way you can start a sentence like that is if it's in dialogue because yeah. it's someone telling someone to get someone. A- exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because I almost wondered like when when I read it, I in my my mind I was like, did I just like copy like part of a sentence? Like, did I like not get the first part of the sentence? <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. So yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like that. Adding that that the like combining the uh, the first like the first little short sentence to that kind of helps give context to that mm-hmm, for a sure. Bit better, so there's too many tiny sentences. Yeah. Speaking of, here's two more. She pondered if there was even anything recognizable left inside. Period. If the cadaver's internals were pumped from the frequent demonstrations. Period. So it's two tiny sentences talking about the same thing. Put a comma in between. It would be, she pondered if there was even anything recognizable left inside, comma. If the cadaver's internals were pumped, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, for sure. Then my last combined um, grammar-related discrepancy is uh, 
She hit play on the docked iPad, iPod, period. Mozart streamed from the speakers, period. Again, two tiny sentences talking about the same thing. So she hit play on the docked iPod, making Mozart stream from the speakers. Yeah, it's almost like jot, jot note form kind yeah. of writing. Yeah, these sections, it's literally like they just wrote down jot form of what they wanted to convey, and then they just clicked it together, you know, <laughs> without I that adding or any like, any words. I read that or it's falling into that pitfall that horror sometimes does where they try to like, um, they, they use the, 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 the very short sentences to kind of like accentuate a certain thing or like, but like for some reason in this story, it, it, like, or in this story, it's not working because it's like, she's like emphasizing the wrong thing <laughs> or she's emphasizing things that don't really have that much of an impact. Yeah. Like for example, that last one, that was during uh, Victoria just walking over and turning on an iPod. Like there's no, there's no danger. There's nothing exciting happening at that the point. True, there's yeah. no reason to make a jot form and like that, you know. Yeah, it's like the true horror of Mozart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this isn't some Eric Zan like music that'll send you into the other world or something. This is it's Mozart. It's classical music that honestly generally plays when uh, uh, in more t- or is very at least in media. Is very common to be played in in mortuaries or in morgues. Um, yeah, like while somebody's working, it would have been less creepy, but way more hilarious if it was like put on like Britney Spears or something for them to work. With well, I, I think the reason they'd use like classical music is because it's more soothing. Like it's more it's more like kind of like calming. So like they don't want like fast paced stuff while they're working on a corpse. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. or like, or things with like sudden like drops or like or like drops of beats or like or like really fast like or crescendos and stuff. They want something that's like more soothing as they work. Yeah, kind of thing because it's like because you know that I'm toxic. <laughs> Just like as they're like cutting through the 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 staples, but like really sharply, or they're yeah. doing his, his beats too fast, so he's like cutting through the body. It's a lot more sloppy. <laughs> Yeah, or it's like fucking like Skrillex, and like everything's like calm, and all of a sudden the bass drops. It's like, yeah! and all of a sudden everything gets ripped apart. It's like, oh shit! Does yeah, or like, like he's just like he's working until he drops the bass, and he's like, Gah! yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the last two, um, this one part I don't think should be plural, but correct me if I'm wrong. Victoria felt the ridges of the staples in the. I'll I'll get rid of the correction in the cadavers through the fingers of her latex gloves, period. A big cross on the man's chest, period. So there's only one cadaver here, but it says in the cadavers. Oh, yeah, that is that is weird. Wait, okay, yeah. could you repeat that, that first sentence there again? Victoria felt the ridges of the staples in the cadavers through her fingers of her latex gloves. Yeah, yeah, because at, at this point, like, or this point and moving forward, there's only one cadaver on the slab. Yeah. Yeah. Then this last one, I I think needs a little bit of confirmation and restructure. There's okay. a dare to streak through the campus and go into the morgue. Period. His friends bar the door, comma, and he passes out on the slab, unable to get back out. Like it's just kind of jumping through the events. Like, like there's a dare to streak through the campus. Well, I'll just read my restructure. There is a dare okay, to sure. streak. There is a dare to streak through the campus and go into the morgue. Period. He accepts, but as he enters the morgue, his friends bar the door. Unable to get back out, he passes out on the slab. Yeah. 
just a little yeah, bit the, more in there because it's saying that there's a dare, but it doesn't say that this dude even accepted it. I mean, you so can kind of assume already, that, but we all know what assuming means sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah, there, there's just too much missing because there's a dare there, but it doesn't show he accepts it at all. And then all of a sudden he's just immediately in the morgue with the door locked behind him. There's no yeah. flow of it, you know? And that is it for my grammar in yellow. All right. Uh, so on to actual thoughts then. Uh, so I'm just going to start with this one here. So this, like, the story has like some that 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 uh that that ghost story or the, the the urban legend has some some dark connotations to it, but it's also kind of funny. And we get to this sentence here. Um, in the funny ones, he's ousted by the gasps and pointing of female students at his erect penis. In the dark ones, no one even notices. His erect penis. I I think it's <laughs> in reference to the fact that he's alive, not not the fact that. He's but, but all I can think of, <laughs> like you just brought up, is that no one noticed his erect member. <laughs> it sort of stifles the like the dark like the, the foreboding of uh, the foreboding tone of this outcome. <laughs> yeah. Versus yeah. the like like yeah like it, it's like <sighs> like. like yeah, like it needs more context. Maybe get rid of those ellipses at the at the at the end of that, and just say like no one ever notices that he's alive. Yeah, so exactly. You, so that we can get the, so we don't immediately go to the the previous sentence about the erect penis. So you don't assume the wrong thing. Exactly. Yeah. Do not make mm-hmm. an ass out of you and me. Hmm. Uh, even though that's really funny, because <laughs> that's like it just uh uh, and then I have here's my 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 first big like kind of continuity error in this story, or the the, the confusion that I had with some continuity of the story. So, um, it, it changed from hobby to career when a Pinkerton ran a charger through a coal picket line. Yep. And so I was like, oh, so we're we're in an older era, okay? Like maybe like turn of the century kind of thing. Okay, that might have been uh, handy to know a little bit sooner. But then we get this. I don't. Hang, okay, hang on, hang on. Let me, sorry, let me... sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay. Yeah. But then later we get to this. Um, uh, she hit play on the docked iPod. Mozart streamed from the speakers. Wait, wait. Okay, so we're in the modern day. All right. Then, then why, why did you bring up the Pinkertons? Like when I think of Pinkertons, I think of turn of the century, like uh, federal agents. <laughs> Um, uh, and like the charger, and like the, uh, I, I thought was actually like a horse or something like that. And then the coal picket line, I thought was like, like s- people going and getting coal from like, uh, from somewhere or something like that. Like I didn't, I, I honestly was very confused uh, in the first part of the story as to like w- what time period we were at. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. However, I did not have any confusion okay. because it was just immediately explained to me because um, Pinkerton is just it's another word for like detective so it yeah. could be just the narrator using a flowery word for a detective it's a, a very... charger mm-hmm. is a dodge charger that's yeah and a cool picket line is just a cool picket line see i like the pinkerton like, thing pinkerton. is is the i think is the biggest issue is like maybe don't use that word because it, it while it is technically a detective word it is also very um time locked anachronistic um, mm-hmm. Like Pinkerton security, like Pinkerton's event, uh, like in the modern day, they're not actually detectives. They're, I mean, they they are, but they're 
they're more of a security like Pinkerton, like the name Pinkerton in a mo- in modern day setting is not a descriptor anymore. It is a brand name for a security yeah, they, for a security firm, like a basically oh. so not for not for a detective or for like uh, somebody trying to solve a mystery. Okay, but regardless, it doesn't matter the profession of the person that was driving the charger. It could have been a private security company driving the Dodge Charger that hit some dudes. It's the same outcome. That's fair, yeah. Um, this person doesn't need to be a detective. They're just called a Pinkerton. So whether or not that means the old school detective Pinkerton thing or the um, private security like you just mentioned, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it, it does kind of because I'm I'm actually on your uh, I'm I'm on the opposite end of that I'm usually on where I'm like confused as to like what's going on. So I think like a different naming or a different like word than Pinkerton might help me or help people like me yes, <laughs> like for sure this out. like i think that i think we just need to replace that word uh as much I as agree. i like the the word as, as much as i like the use of like an older name an older word for something to me it was very confusing uh, like for the setting and like that's kind of what like the majority of my stuff here was like what where the fuck are we <laughs> when are we it, it feels out of place because the entirety of the story isn't written in old timey yeah. like maybe this character that's writing the story is in the modern day, but they speak old timey because they're eccentric or whatever. Then because fine. They're balls. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, but it's not, so it's an outlier and yeah. weird. Yeah. Also, the second part that I um, had a problem with that sentence or string of sentences mm-hmm. is when it goes, it changed from hobby to career when a Pinkerton did these things. Like, why did it make a career for her? That she watched some dude run into a line of uh, picketers. Yeah, Why was the, she like, she sees that, that car like, crash coming and she's like, I'm going to be a mortician. <laughs> Just immediately. <laughs> I know my hobby. I know what I want to be. Oh, maybe like she may. Okay, so. It's just a really, it is a very well, weirdly worded, uh, like, sentence itself, because I think what it's trying to get is that it went, her fascination with death became her career, her career path when she saw a detective um, approach a crime scene at this, at this coal picket line area. Um, and she, like, basically saw that people can do that as a living, like, in, like, forensics and stuff like that, right? But the way it's written, it's so weird, because it's like, she decided to take a career mortician because uh, some detective dude like crashed his car into some people. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, she it, it, it's, all that death, and she's like, "I okay, I love death way too much. I'm going to be a mortician." I found my kink. <laughs> yeah, uh, weird. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. Like, yeah, it, it, I really feel like this the sentence needs to be reevaluated, and perhaps a little bit, a few more words added in to like kind of elaborate on how her her hobby went to career because of a pinkerton in a charger uh running through a coal picket line <laughs> like yeah there's there needs to, a few more words are needed i think i think is what both of us are trying to get across here yeah like because this is mentioned it's assumed that this is an important enough moment in the character and it has yeah. some sort of connection to the story but there's so little words used to describe it that it's like, you don't get much out of it. Yeah, we're getting an out of context problem, or like that, like that's we're having an we're having an out of context problem here, um, yeah. because there's not enough in this in the sentence to give us context as to what's going on. Like I can glean 
like I can I can postulate what's going on, but if reading it at surface value, you're just like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> I don't know about you. Like I postulate most of my day already. I don't need to postulate while I'm reading creepypastas as well. I mean, I like doing the that. The info is my favorite thing, but... <laughs> I, I, too, enjoy postulating. Hence why I fill most of my day with postulating, as I said. <laughs> yes. But there's words on the paper. I should just be able to have the information. Especially That's when it's fair. something yeah. that they're not trying to hide or nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with you on this, on this in this case. Because, yeah, like... Just tell us like what it is. Like I don't need like this isn't a poem. I don't need to analyze it <laughs> for its meaning. Yeah. Like it's a story. <laughs> like tell me a story and make it make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the difference between stories and poetry. Is is um, poetry is generally like up to interpretation and allows the the reader to to meditate on the words and the verses while also appreciating the the language and the uh, the descriptions. Whereas stories are supposed to tell you a story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mikey, would you like to get in on this uh, this fascinating uh, analysis? Um, eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like ten minutes from now, we're going to chime in on this segment. We're just talking. I'm about just saying we're here. Continue. If you have if you have anything on this particular seg- uh, section of the story, you may want to bring it up now. Which section was it again? <laughs> God. The, the Pinkerton running the charger through the cold picket oh. line and the weirdness of how that made it a career for her. Yeah, I don't have anything to really say about that. Cool. It, it was odd for a line, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, m- moving right along then, I guess. <laughs> um, so this is actually my last thing, uh, and it's actually right at the very end. The pathologist laid a dripping red hand on her shoulder. She knocked him flat on the ground when she withdrew the scissors. She was suffocating. She tore her face mask loose and shredded her apron. She widened the neckline on her scrubs. She still couldn't breathe. She clawed at her bare white neck before collapsing on the slab. And that's she still, the... still couldn't breath, by the way. Oh, is it say breath? Yeah, it says breath. <laughs> I just realized that. Oh, God, you're right. Um, knock that onto the... Uh... Yeah, there's supposed to be an E at the end of that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the um, and this is like, like we're hitting like basically the climax, and then it just ends, like, and I'm just like, wait, yeah. that's the ending? Like, you couldn't couldn't have kept going to tie up the that perhaps this was all some kind of hallucination or vision that she had. Maybe she blacked out and woke up to find that she had killed the pathologist, and that was where the, all the blood and screaming was from. The corpse was actually fine and still on the slab, or or maybe the body of, is some supernatural entity from the turn of the century, and that's why she was getting like thoughts of Pinkertons and and such as she played around with the corpse, like like with her finger and stuff. Um, yeah. Otherwise, like the segment is very confusing, like how it just like ends the way it does. Um, yeah. Like there's definitely room for an improvement or a continuation of this ending um, to, to give it at least some semblance of sense. Um, there's, there's like, for me, there's open endings to a story that make you think after you've like, after they've like dropped the bo- like the bomb on it or dropped the, uh, the bombshell or like dropped the mic and stuff like that. And then there's just no end to a story, which, which is this. <laughs> 
Yeah, the difference is you're talking about endings. This doesn't have an ending. This has a stop. Yeah. Like, okay. So the like, story my, stops. It doesn't end. My exact my example for like an open story and and spoilers for Sleepaway Camp, um, where the 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 movie ends with uh, Angela um, having killed her her love interest and being revealed like like giving off this creepy scream sound as like the the rest of the campers or the the rest of the camp counselors come by and and we get their revelation that Angela was a boy the entire time and then it literally ends there um with her like horrid like screaming face and the credits start rolling and you're just it leaves you to postulate what the fuck did i just watch and stuff like that and mm-hmm. but with this story there it's slightly different in that like it just like what the hell did we just re- like it it's it's i want to know more <laughs> whereas that one had more of a conclusion versus this hey you don't need to know more with sleepaway camp you understand everything yeah. you're not left confused like oh okay it all makes sense now yeah there's more it's like oh okay nothing makes sense now exactly (laughs) like there's 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 way more like context and there's development in the story prior to the reveal at the end of that that movie um versus this where we there's a lot of confusion in the story and there's not a lot said in the story as to like why thing or like like even hints as to what's going on and like it's it leaves me to like what what like try and come up with like why did she like why did all this happen <laughs> and like i'm coming up with like a hundred or like a dozen different things like again like hallucinations or some kind of like weird visions that she has or like she blacked out um and like killed the the person killed the pathologist or she the the creature the, the the body is some kind of like supernatural thing and so that's why why it's came back to life or something I, I just don't know. <laughs> like and wh- and, wh- and was that like is that like it also the um the the urban legend at the beginning its connective tissue to this is like super thin like there is a connective tissue in that they opened up a like they they opened up a body and it turned out to like be, like react to that. But it seemed like this body was just a body, like just a corpse that and had been used several times over. So there was no chance of it being alive. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I like, she even like points out the, the differences between her living tissue and it's living and it's dead tissue. Like, so there was no room for error that this was a, bo- this body was a, was, a, was still living. I just, yeah, I, there, this ending really, this ending and most of the story, it really just kind of confused me as to like how it was connecting to one another. So. Yeah, yeah. My take on that was that there was sort of two stories. There's the urban legend, which is the first two paragraphs, and then there's the Victoria story. Yeah, yeah. Like it, Victoria was. Yeah, we get that part, and then it's like anyway. Moving on to Victoria's say, uh, Victoria's working at her mor- her her morgue job, um, away from the mortuary school. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I guess that's the connective tissue. <laughs> Is she and just that paid? would be better if it was even phrased like that, right? Or like that's what she was she was daydreaming about the uh, that urban legend that she remembers from school while she was ta- looking at the corpse. Like, but we don't really nothing that that's not really said or brought up. It's just something that we have come up with by ourselves. Yeah, for me, the ending felt like I was watching a documentary 
about um like I started watching like the first five minutes of a documentary about some um some creepy thing in, to do with morgues, and then I got bored of it, and then immediately switched over CSI. Like a completely different story, but yeah, kind and of then, related. <laughs> and, then, and then your dad came in and asked you if you could uh, if you could help if you could help him with something. So you like turned off, you paused or turned it off, and just never went back to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, that's hundred percent it. <laughs> <laughs> like right at the part where like the where like the character where one of the characters like gets like or it's like the mid like the mid credit or like the mid like the the commercial uh, scene or something like that, and you just never came back to it, so you never got to finish what happened. Hundred percent. That's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my actual thoughts. A state of confusion, really. <laughs> um, Mikey, these stands for evil. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, so I've already talked about how the urban legend at the beginning and the Victoria story seem to be completely different. Um. So my first point here is uh, taking a step back and not focusing on the cadaver. Uh, this mortuary school is actually a school for monsters. Oh, I'm not going to lie. When I heard mortuary school, I did kind of go with like a more gothic like Hogwarts or like <laughs> a more like, like, yeah, a more like a necromancer school. <laughs> All right. but, uh, yeah. So I'll start with the pathologist. Mm-hmm. So the pathologist cocked a perfectly manicured eyebrow at her. So manicures manicure fingers and fingernails. No, no. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, Mikey. Yeah. But, man, man, no, but manicures can mean like like you can have a manicured eyebrows. Like it's it's a it's something you can you can go to a spa and get your your eyebrows like groomed and trimmed and stuff like that going outside and cutting the grass and like manicured lawn manicuring the lawn yeah it it's if you're i mean obviously mikey wants to be critically silly here oh okay <laughs> be critically silly then haha ha. if he wasn't sure <laughs> yeah I, I i hope that's the case yeah i'm being critically silly here okay <laughs> we worry about you sometimes mikey yeah well, I'm going the monster route here. Did you not okay. pay attention to that? So I did, yeah. I did, but that's so normal. It's hard to notice that it's critically silly anymore. So basically, his eyebrows are made out of fingers. Haha. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I can mean, I can kind of I can kind of see that creepy visual of just like a single finger just like uh, like attached from like from like the like the base of the finger on your forehead, just like moving around like your like your uh, like your um, uh, like your eyebrows. I thank God we're not a visual medium, but I'm actually like I was straight up like like mime doing that with doing my hands, <laughs> like <laughs> my face, and like looking in, in the reflection of my other uh, my other like my 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 uh, my powered off uh, computer screen. To like mm -hmm. to like show myself doing that, and I could see it working. Like it would it would be an interesting visual for 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 a monster <laughs> to have like mm -hmm. eyebrows that are are made of finger of a fingernail <laughs> or a finger uh, uh, using a, a single digit of a finger to like move around like to do your expressions. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're not you're not wrong in that. <laughs> it is a creepy visual. 
<laughs> Just a shame that creepy visual isn't actually in the story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next thing here for the pathologist. Uh, a vermilion line dripped down from his goggles, spotted his face mask, and spattered his apron. Uh, so I did a quick search of vermilion line, and I got uh, basically what's called a vermilion border, which is the top of your upper lip where your lip meets the skin. So the visual that you get is that his vermilion line is right up next to the bottom of his goggles. Okay. So he has no nose. The, the thing yeah. is, though, I think I think in this instance, again, I know you're being critically silly, but I have to point this out. For, I don't know if he is anymore. <laughs> I think I think the descriptor is is that a vermilion line in this case is just like a red line as like the the, the blood drips yeah. off, like drips down the visor or whatever protective gear. Because it's like because vermilion, I believe, is a, a red. is a, is a, is a type of red. Yep. Yeah. It's just being wordy with the color red, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's yeah. it's using very very uh, fancy anachronistic words. Yeah. For for certain things. It's both unfortunate and fortunate that vermilion line, quote unquote, is an actual thing, apparently. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which makes it doubly confusing. Well, again, that also makes sense because, yeah, like, like I could see that why it would make Yeah, but at the same time, yeah. It's just doubling down that the that this dude's a freaking monster now. Mm-hmm. He's got fingers for eyebrows. He has no... His lips are directly underneath his eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last note I have here for him is that his eyes... I need to draw him, by the way. His uh, I, eyes... I, I, I will. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> His eyes were just white. <laughs> so yeah, now he's so now he's pupilless. Hmm. Yep. Whereas eyes are made up of just a whole bunch of like shrunk down white people. No, <laughs> they're just white. <laughs> N- no. <laughs> Why not? I'm not getting into this. All right, fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so continuing on. Yeah. Uh, so with Victoria, uh, she has potentially a life-giving electrical touch and exploding fingertips. Yeah, that was also true. But like when she like pulled her finger out of the body and there's like a popping like kind of there's already kind of a reaction to that or like a hmm yeah yeah so she's got like uh, some kind of like electrical power yeah and yeah the one point victoria felt her blood rush from her head her fingertips exploded Finger. So okay. So just to, I've been wa- full disclosure. I've been re- watching a lot of My Hero Academia. So her quirk is finger finger guns. <laughs> no, they're not shooting. They're exploding. <laughs> finger hand explosions. Yeah. So, so she's got different settings. So electricity. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Combustion. Like frag grenade. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it says right after that, she recovered in seconds 
and remembered properly. Okay, so pretty sure like you're not quirk. gonna recover quickly from your fingers exploding. I'm just saying. Well, again, it may, maybe that's part of her quirk. Uh, she's got okay. like she's got nitroglycerin um, in the in the uh, in in the sweat. Uh, her her sweat the sweat of her hands or her fingers are nitroglycerin, like like uh-huh. uh, uh, like Bakugo from uh, from My Hero Academia. <laughs> so he can create ex- like, she can create explosions on her hands, but it uh, the problem is that they explode. Like the flesh as well, and it takes. It, it, she needs some time to regenerate her fingers. Yeah, like a second. Yeah, <laughs> seconds later. Well, I mean, maybe it's like it's. It, she only uses a little bit amount. Like it, it's not that. Like for the smaller things, it regenerates fast. But if it's like a like her, she uses too much, her whole hand is like just a stump, and she has to like have it regrow again. The problem is, it's not saying a explosion happens in front of her fingertips. It's the fingertips themselves Explode. explode. Yeah, I, I like get down that, yeah. to the first knuckle. Is yeah. what I assume. That's what you assume, but you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, they need to reword the sentence. That's what that means. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But my whole problem with this is, I don't even get what they're trying to convey. I know. Same. Like, what actually happened? We can make as many critically silly theories as we want, but what actually happened? I, I, I don't I, know. Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me quickly to go to that section of the story just so I can reread that. Just give me a hot minute here. Um, I, I can just read it. Okay, that, right that helped too, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Victoria felt her blood rush uh, from her head. Her fingertips exploded. She clenched her hand and crumbled into the other man in scrubs. She recovered in seconds and remembered properly. Okay, so I think what happened is that for somehow she she got an electrical shock or like a static shock. You know how like if you like uh, sometimes somebody touches you, you get a, a shock from that. Yeah. Um, I think so. Basically, the, the explosion in her fingertips were was just her nerve endings going off like at the end, at the tips of her fingers. As if from oh. like a static shock, and like the ru- the blood rushing uh, f- uh, from her head and some of that was like maybe some she was having some kind of like weird, like some kind of weird like uh like disgust like distasted or disgusted reaction f- to the body. Um. So like her like the blood she's was disgusted by it. She's in the whole I, I know thing. But I think what? like I mean what? okay. Still, L- still, like, Let me cut you off real part. quick. Hang on, please. <laughs> like. I, I think I think it's that it's like a there's there are still like no matter how fascinated you are with death there are still like bodily functions that like uh, that rebel against your your brain like if you see a dead body your body might uh, is still physically going to react in some way so I suppose I don't know many morticians so I can't say one way or another yeah however with the way that you started explaining that mm-hmm. where it literally just a very strong static shock. So yeah. she got shocked, and then the explosion on her fingertips is literally just like the intense, like stinging of a shock, but set in a very flowery um, way to the point yeah. of being confusing. And yeah. then she clenched her hand and fell on the other guy because it hurt her hands. And then that's yeah. it. What's the yeah, remembering that... thing? That part I don't remember. A what? <laughs> the last part. She recovered in seconds and remembered. It's not even properly. It's pro- proprietary. What's what's this word? I'm gonna paste it. Hang on, it. where is it? Uh, I'll, I'll paste it. Okay. Uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. Yeah. Oh, remember prop- propriety. Yeah. 
propriety. Uh, I, I'll put it in here anyways. Hang on, I'm going to Google propriety. Google that, sir. Hang on a minute, everybody. Propriety. Or quality. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's your, it's, your, it's your thing. You can do it. Fine. The state or quality of conforming to conventionally accepted standards of behavior or morals. Okay, so she's like, she fell back, crumpled into her, uh, her, her, her mentor, the pathologist, and then realized that, like, she, like, that wasn't a, uh, um, like, she had to, like, kind of, like, main, uh, basically, it's, 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 like, she tried to, uh, she, she, ha- she recovered her posture, her, like, her, um, like, her, like, how she's supposed to react in this kind of situation, which is more of one of, like, not distress. Like, she's supposed to, she's trying to compose herself, is what it's, is what it sounds like it's trying to convey. Like, maybe so, so it's not a pain through a shock. No, it's it disgusting. is now. No, she's recovering from the shock that she was given from her finger, but also like trying to uh, uh, trying to recover her composure as a as a person who works at a morgue. So I think that's what it is. But again, like we've been saying through this throughout the story, it's not conveyed very well. <laughs> Whether or not you work at a morgue or not. If you get a very powerful electric shock on your hand, it's going to be a natural response to cling to your hand and stumble back into something. That's completely yeah. reasonable. No, and I, conforms I, I, to conventionally accepted standards of behavior. So except, she just need to remember that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think she was trying to like, oh, sorry, like she was trying to be like uh, respectful to her patholo- to the pathologist who's like an older mentor character to her. So she like tried to like back away from that and like be more like like trying to maintain her compo or get her composure back. That's yeah. all I'm like. Long story short, composure is a better word. Yes, thank you. <laughs> there you go, uh, Mikey. Do you have any more? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so uh, the next part for Victoria is just grasping at straws. Um, she could also be partially made out of elastic because. Uh, the flesh was cold and spongy. It lacked the smooth elasticity of her own. Um, because human skin has an elasticity <laughs> that corpses yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, again, critically silly. I know. I keep forgetting about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and then uh, she might also have claws because, because uh, she's clawing away at the. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. <laughs> I'm gonna just well, mute myself because I'm just gonna keep yeah. keep rebelling against critically silliness. Uh, yeah. So the quote here is that she tore her face mask loose and shredded her apron. She widened the neckline of her scrubs. She still couldn't breathe. She clawed at her bare neck. What? Before collapsing on the slab. So, yeah. She, she might have claws. Yeah, that's sure. Funny. This is really just the mortician, the the the, the, mor- the county morgue for the uh, SNTF. You made it SNTF! <laughs> you did it! <laughs> it's, it's, it's a brain virus, guys. You guys have infected time. me with that brain virus. Yes! All right. It's working, Mikey. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Uh, so that that's all I have for Victoria there. And then my last note about monsters here is that the corpse is also a monster. Yep. 
So they're actually playing a prank on Victoria. And the prank goes horribly wrong when she continues with the shears. Which would definitely improve, would definitely inc- uh, uh, increase the connectivity between the urban legend mentioned earlier and this, this, this instance. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the, the corpse was just going to say like, fooled you, but you know, the, the, uh, pathologist puts his bloody red hand on her cause she's killed him. And that's why she has a whole breathing fit at the end because she has the realization that she killed one of the, uh, other students basically. Yeah. Like this is her like first day. <laughs> Because it seemed like this was also like it. It, it kind of seemed in the story that this was like one of her early, uh, her early days working at this morgue. Hmm. But um, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's definitely like yeah, the uh, a prank gone horribly wrong in monster in monster morgue, uh, morgue tech. Yeah, yeah, and then so that's it for my sort of critically silliness. Uh, the only other note. I have here is something that's been sort of talked about over and over is that the the author seems to be using a lot of words to describe things, but they're falling flat or um, they're almost a little too flowery, maybe. Well, it's like they're using this word and that word and all just because it it means what they think it means based on the thesaurus, but it doesn't actually work pan out. Yeah, it's like it's like a like a a young kid using uh, big words that they've learned, um, but not understanding the context to use them, mm-hmm. or when to use them in in dialogue or in like in in a sentence structure. Yeah. That word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Exactly. Or whatever yeah. that quote is. <laughs> yeah, inconceivable. <laughs> you use that word again. I do not think you know what it means. <laughs> inconceivable. Yeah, and that's the end of my actual thoughts. All right. Uh, gamer. First one is on how it starts. Uh, very short of the story is the favorite urban legend of the mortuary school was the drunken student in the morgue. Uh, so it, it kind of feels like we need a couple of lines before this because just like something to introduce the school and what it's about. It kind of set me for a couple of loops when I was reading it. And this is how. I read mortuary school and at first I thought that it was just a normal school that's called mortuary, like a, a public school or a high school, which I, I thought the name was odd for that, but I moved on. This is just the start of the story. I want to get through a sentence first. Um, but then it brought up that it has a morgue, and that just made me confused. So I went back and read it all. But, um... Do you not know what a mortuary a pub- is? <laughs> what? Do you, do you know you know what a mortuary is, right? Can I finish my okay. thoughts? I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. The way it's laid out, it was kind of confusing. But either way, where the fuck was I? Uh... So it being a public or high school was reinforced with the next line that said either a student or a local boy, depending on the version. 
So calling a person or a student a local boy put this character in the age of 5 to 17 in my head. Like, Because if you're old enough to be like going to an actual mortuary school, you're not a boy anymore. You're a man. Or you're a young man. So, yeah, but regardless, no one calls you a boy. Unless you're that I dude mean, from that movie who yells boy at everyone. That's that's also uh, that the tall man, yeah, <laughs> or or uh, or uh, or uh, Kratos from the 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 newest God of War uh, game is like boy. Yeah, but he's actually a child, dad of boy. He's actually a boy though. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, also, or or old people like call call called younger younger dudes like boy, just as like yes. a, as a um what's the word uh as a. Not a contrary thing. It's a, as a demeaning kind of term. Yeah, but this narrator has no personality. It's just an, a narrator of no name. That's fair. So, it could also be a, a regional dialect, because if it's in Icker Falls, it's in Virginia. So, like, hey, boy, you want to help us with this thing? Like, to uh, completely uh, alienate our, uh, our, our, Virgi- our West Virginia uh, f- uh, folks, <laughs> our listeners. Well done. You did it. Yay. <laughs> anyway, I'll continue. Um, so through all my confusions, I reread the whole like first couple of bits because right from the start, I was just confused. Yeah. And the problem I found is I feel like the school needs a name, especially if it's going to be the main focus of the story. If it was like Carcosa Mortuary School, for example, then Badass. It, it makes it clear and as day that the Mortuary is the type of school and not the name. And yeah. it should have a name because it's where we are. Yeah, and it would also give another, it would actually be a building on Icker Falls in that Icker Fall. Because where I'm assuming this is all taking, this, all these submitted stories are somewhere around Icker Falls because why else are they being submitted to the Icker Falls community <laughs> set, yep. uh, site? And because so, like, they're being named, they're not adding to the lore of Icker Falls at all. Exactly. Like, there's not. It's not just called the the, or it could be called the Icker Falls Mortuary School. Yeah. <laughs> or if the, it said uh, that, yeah. it's like okay, great. It's or, a mortuary school in Icker Falls. Cool. Also, but it just sorry, it's just weirdly named. Yeah. Sorry, not to cut you off. Um, but like also like because I remember in Icker Falls, um, all the districts are named after Greek, um, like, like Greek things like Elysium, Elysia, uh, like Olympian, like kind of thing. So you could have this one be like the like. The the Tartarus uh, Mortuary School, or like, or the or Stygian or or Stygia Mortuary School, like, and it's in like it's mm-hmm. like it's like a a Greek like a Greek term for the dead, like for like one of the uh, the different like for one of the places of the dead. Yeah, exactly. Or, Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because when you're mentioning a place, you don't usually just when you're trying to describe a place and make it part of a like a story and everything and add it to the lore of Vicar Falls like this, it needs to have a name. Otherwise it's just bland. Yeah. Oh, or like the mortuary school, Cerberus mortuary school <laughs> or, mm-hmm. uh, or Hades mortuary school. All very good possibilities that could have been taken, but weren't. Yes. Unfortunately. Or the sticks mortuary school. Yeah. S T Y X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a shame the the river, like like the part of the Ohio River that goes through, um, I think it's the Ohio River. I might be wrong, but the big river that goes through there. It's a shame that section of the river isn't just called the river, like the Sticks River. <laughs> Why? Because of all the other 
uh, Greek names they use in the story oh, in, in yeah. the in the uh, in the town. <laughs> It'd be nice. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one is uh, in regards to not noticing that he's alive and everything. So there's many variations on the ending. This is still talking about the actual um, myth. Yeah. In some, he wakes up right before the first decision. So these people are students who are people who are at least somewhat, no, they have to be rather interested and knowledgeable in corpses to already be a student, you know? Yeah. And and probably the teachers there too, but none of them know the difference between a dead body and a guy that's sleeping. I'll tell you the difference. One's breathing and probably snoring because people tend to snore when they're sleeping somewhere unfamiliar or uncomfy. My counter to that, um, even experts or profes- professionals, um, professional uh, like uh, like forensic people, can get that wrong. Like there are accounts, there are real world accounts in like the, from the turn of the century to the modern day of people saying someone's dead when they're actually just like so drunk they're they're uh, they're they're passed out that they're so drunk they've like they're passed out and they don't even seem like they're alive but like if they can't get the pulse then they uh, um they're yeah they people have mistaken a drunken passed out person for a dead body in reality they don't breathe at all and there's no heartbeat at all it's it honestly, it's, just a hic- it's honestly just a hiccup on the per- on the person who who uh who caused the death like it happens, man. <laughs> like people, people get buried a lot. Like there are real cases where people get buried alive because of that that mistake. <laughs> hmm. So I just I, I can't believe that. But like, I'm sure I you're can, right. I can send you evidence. I, just, I, I will Google it right now. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, you can Google anything and you'll find truth on it, quote unquote. It's the internet. It's literally accounts, <laughs> like like actual accounts that of people being buried alive because they were mm-hmm. to. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I get back in like the old West and shit, people getting buried alive because you know, we didn't have modern technologies and everything, but it just seems weird in the modern day that it can happen still. Well, maybe that's when this urban legend came out of was like from like the turn of the century. Cause like turn of the century wasn't that long it was only a hundred years ago, and that was that was uh, like when like a lot of these like heck our our modern science, like our modern like beneficial practices and stuff like that, like the ones that are not like horrendous, um, only really kind of came to be in in like the seventies. Yeah. So like even as late as the seventies, I could see, or even maybe even into the eighties, I could see this happening. Unfortunately, on the regular. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I I know it's hard to it's hard to tell it's or it's hard to, um. To, to think that like that would happen, but yeah, man, that happens. <laughs> I suppose. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um. So at the end of the um, urban legend, it's talking about how in the in the dark stories, no one notices that he's still alive, and then it cuts down to Victoria felt the ridges of the staples. Blah 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 blah. And as soon as that happened, yeah. I'm like, who are you? Are are we in the um? Are we in the pre-story still, or are we switching to a new story? Because at this point, it keeps flip-flopping. At least it did yep. for the bit. Because it's, it's, it ends saying, in the dark ones, no one ever knows. So then it's like, Victoria felt the ridges of the staples and the cadavers through the fingers of her latex glove, a big cross on the man's chest. One of the problems with the myth, then it immediately goes back to the myth. 
that the school has yeah. no problem with reusing a cadaver on newbies. So because it's flip-flopping, it was a really muddy transition, if it was even meant to be a transition. I, I think it was, but like I think all of us have, can agree that, that this is like the worst segue <laughs> ever. Yep. Yeah. One of the wheels has fallen off and like the battery's dead. Just yeah. it's not very good. Controls are like just really crapping out. Yeah. And then uh moving on here. Uh hang on. Alright, okay. This is in regards to the body. Were the staples from the original autopsy or a subsequent? Hard to tell. The students observe one, but they never actually perform. The man's toe tag reads Robin Smith. Must have died from embarrassment of his name. So I have multiple questions from that. First yeah. off, the, observe, the students observed one what? They, I th okay, so I, I had the hiccup with this as well, and I, I came to the conclusion while I was reading it a second time that it was the aut like they they've had an aut they've 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 observed an autopsy, but because that's not in there, I you can you can see why you get confused by like the like after talking about the staples or about staples not like being put into into the body multiple times and then like the students observing one uh, one or something before as like what what no it says the obs students observe one like it's talking in the present now yeah. If it's saying some of the students remember previous um, autopsies, then fine. But I, just the way it's worded, I was very confused. Mm -hmm. As was I. <laughs> and then the next one, never perform what? Never perform so an, an autopsy, autopsy, I guess? Yeah, I guess, yeah. I, guess, I think that's where I meant, like, where the autopsy would go. Um, yeah, it's, it's... The story misses a lot of words. <laughs> so I, I guess the way it should be is kind of like this. With uh, these staples from the original autopsy or a subsequent, hard to tell. Uh, the students there, uh, the students have observed previous autopsies, but they never actually performed any of those autopsies on this cadaver. Yeah, I believe that's what it's trying to say. Yeah. Also, it shouldn't be. Should it, is it students? Because so far, like, if this is Victoria's thing, it's just the pathologist and the, and Victoria. At a county morgue, like at a at a job, not at the mortuary. She's not even at the mortuary school anymore, or is she? I'm assuming she is, because like it talks later, like when she's talking about the shears and how like they all look like playing garden tools and stuff, and how a morgue uh, sh uh, should be able to afford better um, uh, equipment, except uh, maybe not a, a county morgue. Like. I was, I was, I was still left confused. Like, are we even in the mortuary school at this point, or is she just like a freshman at, like, is this her like internship or like her, um, her, her new job that she's just come out of mortuary school and now she's at a, a county morgue, like working? Like, I have no idea. I, I don't have that, the answer. For I, th I think that's the like the the key issue here is that there's not enough information. <laughs> yeah. It just like gives us little drip feeds of information, but not enough to actually formulate an entire thought or yeah. understand what's going on. Yep. And the last bit with that string of sentences is, what's wrong with the name Robin Smith? I know, right? Why, why would he have to die of embarrassment from that name? Like, maybe if it was John Smith, because John Smith is like the most generic name ever. <laughs> but is it because it's a guy named Robin and they're saying, oh, that's a girl's name. You should be embarrassed. 
which no, it's not. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> it's very agent. It's very, it's very like yeah, like, that's probably it. kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get this narrator. <laughs> I yeah, I don't, I don't get that reaction. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know if that was a thought of Victoria or just the narrator suddenly having some character. I think it was supposed to be. Um, sorry, <clears throat> something in my throat. Oh God. It is after Victoria's mentioned. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be Victoria's thought, not the narrator's, but there's no indicator for it, so yeah. Like, I don't even think it was italics, right? No. Yeah, so. No. Yeah, a lot of things need to be changed in that paragraph. I think this whole story needs to be, like, reworked and, like, looked at. Spoilers, but yes. Um, But moving on. Mm -hmm. Victoria replied, it was just ellipses, the smell. Yeah. How long has this stiff been laying around? The pathologist cocked a perfectly manicured eyebrow at her. He shook his head and took the head clippers from the tray. Okay, so this character is just refusing to answer her? She just asked a yep. question. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a dick. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> uh while her back was turned, he took the first plunge. Isn't this the second plunge? Because it said earlier, <laughs> to get her away from the cadaver when he first plunged the tip into of the snipers in above the groin. Yep. So, then is this... Can... Yeah, I don't it, know. He needs to continue the plunge, not start the plunge anew. Unless the first one was meant to say, I'm going to get her away before I do my first plunge. Yeah. And then, here we go, here's the first plunge. Yeah. Oh god, so much blood. <laughs> yeah, why did I plunge? Moving on. <laughs> she heard the blade slurp when he swung open the maw. Um, the I maw, thought... as in the, the... I think the maw is supposed to be like the, the crisscross like cut on the body from previous... Um, anyways, uh, Sorry. <laughs> I thought he was making an incision above the, the groin. There's no maw there. Maw being a jaw, to my knowledge. I a thought maw that's can... the only Sorry. word for that. Well, a maw is... can also be a descriptor for like a gaping opening. Um, and you my... sure about that? Yep. Uh, and like the ca- like a cave maw. <laughs> um, uh. And I'm. I think what they again. It's it, it's it's another issue with this story where like the writer is using a word like because it's fancy. Um, I think what they were trying to use for that word is maybe to convey that like the uh, like when once the uh, all the the all the staples are cut or, or removed, um, they and they open past open up the flaps. It will look like a giant gaping like maw in the stu- in the chest of this person. But again. Using fancy words and nothing else, like and no actual context to it, kind of ruins the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if it said it opened up the body like a maw, fine. Yeah. If it I said it opened yeah. up the maw specifically. That's what I think it's trying to like yeah. say, but it's not executing it properly. Uh, uh, <laughs> More I, words. Yep. I figured it out. The corpse is actually the corpse of the maw. Which is a video game which has a creature called the Maw. 
Oh my god, you're right. This is a video game called The Maw? Yeah, there is. <laughs> okay. Well, now we know what the corpse looks like. See, all I think of is all I think of is the maw from the, the the movie The Thing, like the John Carpenter movie, where like they try to like bring the guy back to life uh, with a defibrillator, only to realize too late that the that the the person who's like like uh, that they're trying to re- uh, revive is actually the thing, and so it's it's stomach opens up like uh like jagged like a jagged maw, and, and like the the guy's like hands and the defibrillators go into the maw, and then it crunches down on his arms. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, that's all. That, that's what I I kept visualizing <laughs> with this. I'll link you a picture of the maw. Okay. Horrifying. You ready? Mm-hmm. How dare you? I was in the middle of I just said. <laughs> that is kind of terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but the audience at home. I'm about to take the picture. You do it too. For the audience at home, it is in fact a one-eyed. No armed purple people eater. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. You're right. <laughs> I don't think that's actually how the how the how the song lyrics goes, but it's a one eyed purple, assumedly people eater. <laughs> I don't fully remember. I think it's flying. Oh, flying purple people eater. Yeah, I think it was one horned as well. Regardless, one eyed flying purple people eater. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it has no horns. <laughs> And doesn't fly. Yeah. And possibly is a vegetarian. Moving on. I don't um, think it's a vegetarian by the looks of those <laughs> rows of sharp teeth there, gamer. You say that, but you haven't know. played the game. <laughs> That's what you're gonna anyway. say, right? What? <laughs> That's what you were gonna say. It's like you haven't played the game yet. <laughs> you have have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> I played a beta back when or a demo back when that game was about to come out, and I remember nothing of it. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along, what else do you got? Actually, I remember the main character was a, a alien that wore a uh, yellow jumpsuit and looked cool because it was yellow. Re- moving on. Uh, left the party. <laughs> cool. So a vermilion line talking about all that. Uh, the one part I forgot to uh, bring up when you were mentioning the look of this guy. When he said he has um, his eyes were just white and bare spots on his forehead between the splotches of blood were ashen so it kind of sounds like the at least to me as soon as this was described that the pathologist is an undead of some kind like he has a gray skin with like pure white eyes mm-hmm. unless okay, he was yeah, trying to true. describe the corpse i think if i've been trying to describe the maybe again i don't know at this point I don't even know. <laughs> also, when you said uh, on the bare spot on on I was like on his chest, I was like, oh god, no. He's gonna bring up like that some kind of Ursine creature. Hey now. You're a rock star. Game <laughs> on go play. Thanks, me. You're welcome, Ace. I'm glad I've made you start doing that. <laughs> Again, you guys have infected me with some fucking brain virus. Uh <laughs> 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 But moving on, I got yeah. a few more. Uh, the blood on the floor, the blood on the floor, soaks through the baggies right down to her socks when she approached the body. So, how much damn blood is spewing out of this body? By the way, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Also, if it's a pla- if they're plastic baggies, they don't soak through. <laughs> no, there's that much blood. No, that's that not how plastic works. Shut up. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Stop being right. But regardless. 
just just why unless there's so much blood that it's above the top of the baggie so it's soaking down through the seam you know what i mean yeah yeah like there's just so much blood in this body even though it's had multiple autopsies it's like a cartoony amount of blood yeah well it's almost like it it's like some kind of weird supernatural thing or something but yeah like i don't even think like i don't think a human body has that much blood hell no it's freaking ridiculous. Like, I just kind of laughed at that point. Like, it's trying to be this really weird scene or whatever that's scary because blood. It, it I is don't visceral. Know. It is, yeah, it is. It's, it's like the scene from, um, uh, from, uh, Nightmare. The, the, I kind of got a visual of like similar to the scene from Nightmare on Elm Street where, uh, the one character, uh, while he's like, like dre- dreaming in his bed, um, Freddy Krueger like pulls him down through the bed and then like seconds later, just this, fountain of blood just splashes across the ceiling like that's how much blood is just geysering up from the from the hole in the in the bed yeah like that's the visual i was kind of getting a little bit but yeah yeah and that's the thing you brought up dreams and if she's just freaking out and dreaming all of this then that's totally fine but if this is actually happening i want to know why Exactly. This th- that the ending. That's why, like the ending, like we need to elaborate on what's going on here. Like we need to kind of like have have a moment where it's re- the reveal actually happens as to why this is all going on, not just this weird shit happens. Finn. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. But moving on. Mm-hmm. Victoria furrowed her blood spattered brow and closed the scissors. The cadaver was split down the middle. Yeah, you cut a human body in half with garden shears, like sideways along the waist, through the bone and everything. Is that what happened? I mean, it was already pre- it was already pre-cut, so yeah. Or supposed you can't to be. cut through bone just no, one okay. shot with garden shears. That's the thing. Uh, it it's it's already it was already established that the corpse was had been used a couple of times over. Maybe. <laughs> I just don't get what it's trying to say here. If it's saying that she closed the scissors for some reason, it didn't do anything because like whatever, but the way it's said, it's almost like she wrapped the scissors around the waist of this thing and cut it in half like a fatality. No, uh, no, no, no. down the middle. Yeah. Split down the middle as in like that, like, like from the groin to the, to the, the gut, like to the, to the, basically from the groin to the, yeah, vertically. Yeah. Okay, but what does closing the shears have anything to do with it then? I think she just her work is done. She closed the shears, <laughs> or it's the act of using the shears, so it's closing them yeah. to finish the thing. Yeah, or that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's just again, as I'll say, I could put as a uh, short form to all of my notes. It's worded weird. I don't understand. And I I completely agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Wait, thankfully, here's we, my last one. We totally agree on things? What? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Here's my last one. She knocked him flat on the ground when she withdrew the scissors. Well, first of all, that seems weird now that I'm thinking about it. Because So if it's a vertical slash on the dude, that yeah. the first guy was already cutting up to make the vertical slash, she closed the scissors, so there's no resistance on the scissors anymore. But which would make them come out really easy, right? So why did the scissors you have think? like so much resistance that she couldn't pull them out anymore? 
I don't have to tell you, man. <laughs> she was suffocating because yeah. reasons. Yeah. She tore her first face mask loose and shredded her apron for reasons. Well, okay. At that point, I think the, her suffocation was actually just like she was hyperventilating. Like she was like mm-hmm. panicking and such. I think I think that's what it was trying to say. <laughs> uh, there's a that's my short for my stuff. I think that's what it was try. It's trying to say things, but not doing it well. Yeah, yeah. Just, just that whole ending. Just I don't understand what was going on and why. And yeah. yeah, and and it ends just abruptly. So no, it doesn't end. It stops. Don't give it credit. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. You're right. Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm sorry. It just stops. <laughs> Yes. It stops abruptly. It doesn't it doesn't even end. Yeah. No bueno. Mm-hmm. So so is that oh, yeah, it? go ahead and move on. All yes. Right. Well, I guess that's a good enough segue to our uh, final thoughts. So uh I And then we just stopped. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I need a lot more for this story before I ever recommend it. <laughs> um it's got an interesting core concept, like a core idea that I think I gleaned from reading this. But the execution is lacking. Um, like, it, it needs to be looked at again. Um, and, like, some things have ne- need to be added in, need to be fixed, repaired. I, I liked the, the core idea of, like, I guess a new person, like a new person from a mortuary story going to a morgue, thinking on like a past urban legend and then having that urban legend kind of come into play on their like first day on the job is kind of the the inkling I got for a core concept for this story. But the execution is terrible. I'm sorry. Um, so that's my I don't recommend it. Is is it is my final my final thoughts. So, Mikey, your move. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, I don't recommend it either. Um, even with the uh, Supernatural Task Force Mortuary School that uh, Review Cultist brought up, uh, I can only... I mean, you helped. You started yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it was a monster school type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only give it a partial recommendation with that. I, I can't go full blown recommendation. Yeah. So. It's a sad state of events when even the world of the SNTF can't save it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first time. time that even an SNTF uh, tie in doesn't give you a full recommendation. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, the the biggest thing is the whole using fancy words and then not u- describing things well enough to give a good visual of what's going on. Yeah, it's just it's just a very confusing mess. Uh, okay, then I guess it's on to gamer. Um, I loved it. It was fantastic. No. Don't even I stop lying. No, I, yeah. I can't do that. Um, so there's a lot of corrections that need to be made for this for me to recommend it. Like if it was completely rewritten to make all the um, the things it's trying to get across readable and uh, the story concise and everything, then I might enjoy it. But in its current state, I can't recommend it. Uh, yeah. Some of the concepts are just and visuals are just plain silly, like the, the blood 
on the floor, like the room is watertight, for example. Um, blood, blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I read the story, and like even though I read the story, I was confused on multiple occasions as to what was trying to be told to me. Yeah. Uh, not having a break I between <laughs> the myth and the other story was annoying. I think it the yeah. the flow sucked. The ending was confusing. I didn't understand it. It it seems like um, uh, Victoria was like tripping out on some drugs or something, and the other guy was just frozen in place, and the whole thing was a dream. And if that was the case, fine. But I'd like to know if that's the case. Yeah. It, it, you know what it felt like it, it to me i think i think it, what it might have been was just the uh the, the writer wrote a bunch of disparate um scenes of horror but didn't connect them very well i guess yeah just like the way mm-hmm. it is you almost don't even need the myth at the start it has really nothing no. to do with the rest of the story yeah like yep. the, the only tangential link is that the corpse reacts when they op- try to open it up like in that urban legend that she what was did it? about prior but well what it was did screaming. It? it was screaming but did it actually is what i'm trying to well, get at don't know there's, car- <laughs> there's cartoony amounts of blood uh yeah. the pathologist literally froze in place like she's I mean, in a I dream would and tripping out yeah so i don't know if any of that actually happened I yeah it, well that's the thing because it ends so abruptly that or it stops so abruptly sorry for my correction there <laughs> mm-hmm. but um that yeah we just we don't get the full context to the story like and it's just like well it's up to you now reader it's like no I I reject your reality <laughs> like I I would like to know more for, before yeah. I make any kind of conclusions myself the only way I can rationalize the story is. Tro is uh, this is the myth that everyone knows. It's everyone's favorite myth at the school. Yeah. So this girl Victoria, she's down there with a pathologist and the the body, and she's thinking about the myth, and it makes her daydream basically. Yeah. And in like, in her daydream, she sees him freeze. She sees all the blood come out, and um, like in her dream, she's walking up to help or something, but she's actually doing it in real life, like a like a sleepwalking situation. And when she pulls the shears out, she like knocks them back and everything. But she, he doesn't actually wake up. The entire creepiness of this is she's implanting that into reality just by daydreaming it because she's thinking about the myth. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it would have been better. I'm just looking at the the spot the spot where it like tries to segue to Victoria from the urban legend. It's like uh, in the dark ones, no, uh, dark one ever. Oh, in the dark ones, no one ever notices. Dot to dot. Victoria pondered this urban legend uh, as she felt the ridges of the staples in the cadaver through the fingers of her latex gloves. Like da 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 da. Like you just need that a few extra words to help segue that better. Yeah, that would be just that little bit of change made yeah. that like a perfect transition. Mm-hmm. But like instead, we just got this weird, like disjointed, like. Um, combination of like of two of two sentences, like immediately jumping out of one story into another, and then back into the other one for a second before you actually stay in the Victoria one. It's just, yeah, it's, it's too jumpy. Yep. But at at that point, I don't even know why this story is called Victoria. 
when the whole thing it's not even really about Victoria. It's about it's a, the myth. Yeah. It it honestly would have been better if it had been called the cadaver. Yeah. Or um or uh or the more or uh or morgue duty or like morgue studies maybe even or like the cadaver that wouldn't die or something you know <laughs> or or um or uh, a mortuary urban legend yeah just anything except for victoria yeah because victoria is the main character kind of in that she it seems like it's trying to focus on her but i feel like if it was to end properly it would have like basically gone into like that victoria was experiencing having some like massive like hallucinations on account of like um, like sleep deprivation from all her studies and working a second job, uh, working this this job on top of her studies, or doing mm-hmm. this internship thing, and so like all of the like and basically like we're suddenly in a crime scene like after like that after she collapses on the slab and like yeah Victoria's been like put into into uh, into been uh, arrested for the murder of the pathologist um, because all this whole time all the blood was actually coming from the mort from the mortician or uh, from the um, from the uh, pathologist and it was all in her head that what what, everything else she saw um like i think that's how a uh like a a better story would would have told that or would have would have would have concluded it um i feel like this is the word i think i feel like this is the heaviest handed we've ever gone on a story like just we're pretty heavy-handed with spyro there's we a were, that we yeah, we, the, we did crucify. We, we do have a title card. Yeah, we do have a title card where we crucify Spyro. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, I feel like this one is definitely one up there with the ones that we have like hammered on most because there's just so much that there's so much like broken potential, like mm-hmm. to the the core of the story, and it's just like we're from every paragraph we are just left in a confused state reading this and i've i actually read through the comments of this one and a lot of people share those kind of uh, like opinions on this it's just like a lot of fancy words that um i don't think w- would work that well um a lot of confusion with the writing so yeah i i think we're we're not alone in like our uh, in our critique of this story um i i uh, on the one side, I feel bad about critiquing it this heavy, heavily, but at the same time, it has to be done for this, for the sake of telling a good story. Mm-hmm. So, the idea of a good story is there. Yeah, it's just the way it's portrayed. It's it's so muddy that it's hard to get a feel for what the actual intent of the story was meant to be. Yeah. and that's the real problem. Indeed, I like the idea of the story. It's just the execution is not very good. Mm-hmm. And back to the name for a second. It's like if um, I dare my best friend to ruin my life was called Xander. <laughs> like, yeah, not yeah. even David motherfucking King. Xander, like yeah, the name yeah, of the main yeah, character. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's about the it's about the victim in that story. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah, as much but, as we hammer, as much as we uh, we scoff at uh, at Reddit no sleep uh, sentence titles. <laughs> Uh, sometimes, options. <laughs> yeah, there are also always options. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to wrap up my conclusion, uh, for a first stop back into Acre Falls, it feels like I showed up in town, got arrested, beat up in my holding cell, had a cavity search, and when I got back to my car, it was on blocks. Just like the worst way to be brought back into town. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. 
<laughs> I, I I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh, this one's gonna be pre- this one uh, will probably be pretty short because this is like a mini pasta or so. No, there's a lot wrong with this one. Like, it it's sort of the nature of the beast when you're Russian rouletteing it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, here's here's hoping the next one will be a little bit more um, comprehensive. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's a good kind of like the roundup for this one is like we were very heavy handed because this story was just very confusing for how 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 long it, it how how little it's it, it spent with us because like it was it would be as if like you walked into you you drove into Icker Falls like you said there gamer and hmm. like you went to like you just went to the local gas station to take a piss got uh got beaten the shit up by some local guys the cops sided with them and you got ended up getting um like sent to like the the local jail uh and then they like yeah did a cavity search and all that stuff and then when you finally got back to your car it had been towed back and like the there were cinder blocks on the tires <laughs> like first towed back to the same like garage that you stopped at to take a pee and the yeah exactly still there to beat you <laughs> up again <laughs> exactly yeah it's like you were there for like a short time but man was that like a grueling short time yeah yeah, I, what, I, the the main reason that I went heavy handed on this personally is because I really like Icker Falls, and I want this to be good. And I see the story that's trying to be portrayed, and I want that to be good. So that's why I'm like pointing out everything wrong with it that I found that confused me, and things that I wish was better because I like Icker Falls. No, no, that's one hundred percent. That's the way to go. Is like mm-hmm. we're we're not being critically. We're, 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 we're throughout, despite our critically silliness throughout our, our our discussion, we are critiquing this constructively because and and as as heavy handedly as we are because we want it to be better. <laughs> yes, and because the idea of the story is good. Yeah. So I guess that's that's our final thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. Would not recommend, uh, but gosh darn it, we want. The, the the core concept was cool, but we wish it was more coherent. <laughs> I would recommend a rewrite by the author. Yes, if he would so choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it's been almost ten years <laughs> or eleven years, you never know. We're here to make a difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So that was this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this is posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also talk to us on Twitter. Um, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow without that W because his name is too damn long. For the glory of the king. And I'm at Review Cultist. And you can also send us emails. Go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show, or SCP entries, or spooky tales uh, from the internet somewhere. Uh, Please let us know if you have something that we haven't covered yet and uh, you'd like us to uh, have a discussion of. Uh, And if you'd like to help support us financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis on patreon and select the back tier you'd like to support us at we have two dollar and five dollar tier currently with special episodes early access extra content uh, for our patrons that are already helping support the show thank you guys immensely because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay and as always we very much appreciate that
Uh, and to the listeners of these, uh, to the listeners of our show and the writers of these stories, thank you guys immensely. Because seriously, without your listenership, we wouldn't have much of a show. And without your stories and creations on the internet to talk about, we definitely wouldn't have much of a show. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And here's hoping the rest of our drive through Icker Falls will be a little bit more coherent. Until mm. then, this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>